interested. Who was it? Was it by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or both to a stranger by a friend? Someone younger, someone older? Were there multiple people involved? Were you ghosted by family or a boss? Maybe whoever ghosted you probably sucks. No one does it right. Let's talk about it with Kadi Asad, Ghost Detective, and my friend James Hilmer. Hello. It's me from earlier. It smells very good by the window, and I can hear parakeets, and I want to know if they were hand-fed as babies, because if they were, then they'll sit on my shoulder and be my friend. Yeah, one of the features here at Tiara Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it's the parakeets. Yeah. I hope they're yellow. I had yellow parakeets with red eyes. They were very mm. sweet little babies. One time I was watching the movie Jack, and I cried so hard that they hopped over to me concerned. Like I looked up and they were like on my shoulder, like looking at me. Yeah. Very concerned because I was sobbing so hard at the movie Jack. Yeah. It's rough. I I haven't seen that again. in uh, I haven't seen that as a fully functioning thinking adult. But since this podcast has become a kind of like Robin Williams rewatch analysis. Yeah. What uh, I... I haven't rewatched Jack, but I remember it being kind of weird and messed up. Does he ultimately, does he die? Yeah. Well, you don't see him die, but. You know that he will. Yeah. Yeah. He has a life threatening condition. He's very old at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, and he like graduates from high. mm -hmm, Oh, fuck. I do remember it now. Yeah. And also it's like painful because like his dad's like not in the picture. Mm -hmm. So like there's a part of the movie where he's like trying his dad to come home and. He's not going to come home. And then Bill Cosby gives, unfortunately, a very good monologue. <laughs> really good. Yeah. And that's where I lost. I was sobbing at the Cosby monologue, which is not what you think it's about if you say it just like that. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, everybody, welcome to Ghost Detective. Welcome. But I don't want to take away Cody's uh, signature entrance to the episode. Oh, that's okay. This was good. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should. This is a note for us. I think we should. I'm going to send you a speech Robin Williams has from Jack. And yeah. I think it should open the podcast. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> or yeah, put, like, it, put it in the pre somewhere. In the- yeah, put it behind music. These are all things to think about for season two. So Cody and I, this is the season finale. This is the season finale. You made it. You did it. Season one, Ghost Detective. We're going to talk about what we learned we got a lot of good listener questions, really good questions. Really good questions. We'll get to those, but this is the rare occasion where we're recording right before we put it out a, f- yeah. a few days, so we can get some. Cody, what are your what are your updates? What's your? Oh man, uh, like professional ones or? Uh, 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 a is, lot has happened a for lot has happened both of for us. Both of us personally. Not saying what to share or not, but just for me, like when we started the podcast, I was finishing my PhD. I completed that. He's a doctor. I'm a doctor. Um, I was doing some podcasting gig stuff for a little bit, and then I was applying to jobs. You can hear in the middle of the season, I probably sound really depressed because the job (laughs) search really sucked. I didn't even pick up on that. (laughs) I was listening. I'm a bad friend. (laughs) Well, I mean, I my ups and downs are very hard to perceive as we've talked about (laughs) but uh I was listening back and being like oh yeah you were just like not doing well but I you were just not doing well (laughs) but I I now have a job I'm a high school and middle school history teacher on purpose yeah it's not a joke (laughs) that's probably all I will 
say about it. Oh, yeah, sorry. But like, if you're m- more interested, you can DM me about it. Especially if you have middle and high school kids who go to private school and you're looking for another one. Um, and you think we sound like very good, responsible adults. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun, and I'm glad I have a good, solid gig and get to use my degree a little bit and that's really fun still get to do this podcast which is cool Mm -hmm. yeah i appreciate that very much (laughs) like so much i love this podcast um what to share uh honestly things are stand-up is happening that's still good there's shows uh i'm gonna be on toxic i think it's called toxic thoughts up in the bay Mm. on the 19th you done a couple bay shows just that one right now yeah. i've done i've done some more bay shows i've done like don't tells up there and but um, the conceit of that one right is you can't advertise it people just show up i don't know don't tell overlords why don't you send us a dm let us know if we're allowed to over- <laughs> even when i'm like i'll be like taking a picture of my of the stage i'm like a secret show but i'm like they know it's don't tell what other secret show yeah. Is out there. There used to be the secret group, right? Oh, Maybe but they that's s- in Texas, I thought. But there used to be some in LA. I would oh, go to those. Okay. Um man, but like I missed it. There was a time period where there were like living room shows in LA. Like 2010, I still say it was like boom. Like that's when I was like really into what was happening with that kind of stuff in comedy. But I think it's coming back now with backyard shows. Oh, Save the date is the way that I'm explaining okay. this. If you're listening and you like this show and you you don't even need to know me, but I feel like it helps if you know me, but I'm December 2nd. Yeah. We'll have a couple announcements on this episode. December 2nd, I'm having a stand-up show in my backyard. I booked Zach Toscani. He's doing a tour of backyard shows December 2nd. It's a Friday night. It's going to be really fun, and I'll put out a thing, and you can DM me for the address. And I'm going to be on it. Cotty's going to be on it. Maybe some other people maybe that have been on the podcast. Maybe. If yeah. you're lucky, yeah. And then maybe, well, we'll say it up top too. So yeah. much sooner than that, um, October 17th, we're going to do the first live recording of Ghost Detective. Ghost Detective. I almost said don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to first figure out what show we're doing. Yeah. Then we're going to tell you where it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the Glendale Room in the, Glendale. The Glendale Room, it's it's going to be Kadesa Ghost Detective Live, and we're going to have stand-up. Some people have already been guests. Some people are, are in the process of being scheduled to be guests, and they'll be doing stand-up. And uh, we're also going to talk to you, the audience, about why you were ghosted. Mm. Unless uh, we decide not to do that. But I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to do. And so come laugh and also find out about yourself. You get to see me fulfill a, now a dream, which is to read the haikus that, on stage. Yes. And uh, it's going to be wild. It's going to be good. It's at the Glendale Room parking. Super easy. And the room is really cute and yeah. fun and different than a lot of other comedy rooms. Yeah, so. you feel like you're in a little someone's parlor. Yeah. Like a room from the Clue game board. It does feel like that, but no one will be murdered as far as we can But tell. it is yeah. in October. It is in October. <laughs> and it's ghost-themed, <laughs> it kind ghost of. It is ghost-themed, so yeah. 
October 17th at the Glendale Room. We'll put out things on socials. Probably also a little reminder here on your podcast feed as well as that gets closer because we're going to be in between seasons at that point. Yeah, we're going to be in between seasons. Um, so please come out October 17th, especially especially for you, the fans that listen. Unless you – we do have a lot of people who listen not here in L.A. Yeah. But – but then if you're not in L.A., yeah. you'll get to hear it later in season two. Yeah, you get to hear it we'll put it out as an episode. But also if you're not in L.A., now you have like a great reason to visit L.A. to come see the Ghost Detective live show. So that's pretty cool. I yeah. think that sounds <laughs> worth a trip to L.A. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Other updates? Um, Those are the big ones. I'll be hosting the Hoo Ha show on October 13th, uh, so that'll be a fun comedy drag night. So come do the Hoo Ha show and then come to our Ghost Detective show. And um, yeah, I was on Hilarious Habibis at the Hollywood Improv. It was an amazing, amazing night, honestly. Really, really great night. Yeah. Fantastic audience. I was very happy with my set, and it was awesome. It was super dope. Uh, I got to be on some very cool shows recently. I was on Ground Floor at Eno Vino, which is really fun, mm. and uh, doing Don't Tell shows in the Bay, and um, another comedy Oscar in Oakland. You should check out every Tuesday. I was on that last month. It was really, really fun. That's that really big one, right? Mm-hmm. Outside. and Yeah, it's outside. It's run by Haley Bacon, or Beacon, sorry, Haley. And uh-huh. uh, I think Jordan Thulis runs it, and Jeff Dean, all really, really cool people. Mm. I have a lot of heart, a lot of love for the Bay people. They're very cool, and the audiences are like, they're like, I want to be here. They're like a million of you. They're like so happy <laughs> to be at a comedy show, like a local comedy show. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah. We talked a lot off mic, but about how I, I don't sound super expressive. I do have a laugh that comes out when it is elicited, <laughs> <laughs> but I am very enthusiastic, and I want comedy shows to go well. And uh, I just wish I was a bigger laugher. I could help out more. But I usually bring people, and I you bring people. I bring a calm to the the you, front row. Honestly, the fact you're like excited and you want it, like it means so much. Like that people are like excited about like what you're doing. So be like James, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this would be like a mutual appreciation episode a lot. I think because yeah. usually it's like we. We get to talk while we record or in between, but yeah. it's mediated through. We have to hear somebody's we ghost story. We have to talk stories. to this <laughs> stupid guest. Gross. Ugh. But we're very appreciative of everybody that's been on yeah. and everybody that's listened. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we love all our guests, every single one of them. That sounded like I don't, but I do. I do love them. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> um... Okay. We we have a lot of really good questions. Yeah, so we're gonna do. Oh, I have a spirited connection. Okay, it'll be James a quick. Share a I woke up. Okay. I got up early this morning to meet a new friend. We've been going on a couple of bike rides together, and he's also a history teacher, so he's kind of mentoring me that way. Um, and he, we like bikes, and we went to a hardcore punk festival together, and it went to Sound and Fury, if you know what that is in L.A. Um. Yeah, it was really nice. And it's like hard to meet somebody that matches so many, checks off so many boxes. And biking is the big one because I can never find anybody that wants to go on a big, long, difficult bike ride. So we went, biked, got up at 6 a.m., had a lot of coffee, ready to go. That's awesome. Spirited connections. People let me know if you like that new segment. I'm yeah, kind of proud of it. 
I think it's fun. I think it's a good one. I have a spirit connection too, in a way. Um, Kaylee and Kara Morrison, they've been, they're my friends and they're also talented performers themselves. And they've been listening to the podcast and mm-hmm. have individually reached out to say how much they like, they love the podcast. Yeah. And we, me, Kaylee and Kara met years ago in 2014, which is a long time ago. Yeah. At, at a show. And, you know, we've never lived in the same city since. So by all means, it, you'd think we wouldn't be in touch, but we've stayed in touch for years and I really enjoy them and I'm very excited to see where they go. So hi, Kaylee and Kara. I want, yeah, and we have to get them on here. It's like, yeah, they'll join yeah. us by Zoom. Mm-hmm. Be good. Now we can get our questions. I'm going to. We're going to do a Q&A audience. We've we've sourced these questions from people who uh, who love the show, and we're very excited. Okay, listener questions. Okay, um, here we go. We're we're leading. We're reading our listener question. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from this one comes from Pow. Hey Pow. Hi Pow. Um, Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Travel down. Um, <laughs> oh, Pow says. So I know there was a check in last time about general feels about ghosting. So I think I want to learn if there's been an overall development. How would y'all theorize about ghosting as a dynamic? Like in the past episodes, ghosting has been obviously fucked up, but at times also a way of moving forward. What have y'all learned about it structurally as a way of communication? You can maybe think of some examples since, since the last listener question episode. Pow's a good listener, keeping yeah. track of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Pow's, al- Pow's also a scholar uh, and ah. was interested in like sort of what it all means. Mm. <laughs> but how what do you do? You, have you, Cotty, changed how you feel about ghosting or think about it from doing this season? I think there are times where I'm really good and amped up about this ghost who has ghosted our our friend, our, our guest. Uh-huh. And I, sometimes I worry that I might be amping them up too much for the sake of the show. <laughs> You're getting them emotionally hurt or mad again. That, but... But You're also, just trying to elicit real art. I'm trying to elicit real <laughs> art, but also it's like they're they're telling me the story as as they experienced it as it as they saw it. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting mad too. I'm like, fuck, you know, I think Teresa Lee's episode comes into yeah. mind specifically. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck that guy. Yeah. If you don't remember Teresa Lee's episode, she started very like, oh, it was this I don't thing care. that happened. Yeah. And by the end, she was like, yeah, fuck, fuck him. Yeah. She was like, if you want to call me, you call them. We were like, oh. <laughs> well, producer me was like, that might be really good. That'd content. be great. Yeah, yeah no, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I loved, I love that she gave us all of that. I love yeah. that she shared all of that. But part of me is like, the like the like. I w- I wonder if it feels like I'm starting up a um, uh, a what is it with pitchforks and torches? Like a witch hunt. Uh, like a hunt. Yeah. yeah. Like, am I? soliciting i don't know because we only know we're only hearing one side yeah definitely so there's somewhere if not that one but just in general i'm kind of hearing it sometimes and we come down with our verdict and i'm like i don't think that's all that there oh you have to say that you have to say that (laughs) 
Well, we'll get to some of those. Okay. Some people gave us specific feedback on my overall thing is I think ghosting has a lot to do with your positionality of when it's good to do and not do like, yeah, uh, women have to do it. Women, non-binary folks have to do it a lot to keep creepy men away. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. If someone is unsafe to you, you have to ghost them and maybe unsafe doesn't have to always mean physical. Like, the harder ones yeah. are when it was more n- sort of neutral or like a friendship one, which we found were more heartbreaking. And yeah. also just people, you need closure. Like you need to have yeah. a good conversation and be like, this is what worked. This is what didn't work in our friendship. And this yeah. is why if you want to have more friends in the future, don't do this. I think even telling my story, I like kind of thought about it. And there's like I I don't I think I said that too in the recording of it. It's like there is one, one part of me that's like maybe you were not really well, and that person was mm-hmm. like, "This isn't my responsibility," and was like, "Bye," which is like fair. Yeah. But then there were also other details that I was like, "That was not cool." I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I guess it it's really like all perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, does that answer sound good? <laughs> I feel like it sounds like it oscillated a lot. <laughs> yeah. We're like a lot of things, the answer was, it depends. It depends. Yeah, you're right. That's a good um, point. <laughs> then now this comes from Victoria. Victoria asked, did Teresa Lee get contacted by Plant? Was the name that Teresa gave the ghost after the podcast came out? I didn't confirm. We don't know. We don't know. I'll have to ask her. I don't think so. No. I feel like she told, she'd tell me. She, she also actually- blocked him or has not accepted him to like be able to interact with her instagram she did when we put it out she said please tell me if he reaches out yeah so So if you're out there if you're out there plant you know what you did honestly i'm still mad at you fuck what i said before (laughs) i stand by my verdict um can't read the second part of yeah victoria i really enjoy the professional ghosting stories oh i'm glad you enjoyed that the voice acting circle in particular does it valerie tossy yeah Yeah. valerie tossy's episode does a ghosting that hits your pocket frustrate you more than a ghosting that hits you emotionally? Ooh, good question. I mean, I would, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in Valerie's story, she thought she was planning to buy a house. Yeah, with that money. And if you're maybe if you're not in LA, that but in LA, that's uh, that is a big I think thing. everywhere, yeah. but especially here, if yeah. you have house. Life changing house buying money is a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, also, just like more st- just stability. It's all kind of wrapped up like your emotional stability with your having a stable income. And- yeah. I'm glad that people enjoyed those stories. I was worried that because because we're in L.A., we know that that happens a lot all the time. Mm-hmm. And it rarely has anything to do with the person auditioning. It's just the way like production companies work. They're just like. They don't. They, they don't, move on they very move on. quickly to. Yeah, it's just business for them. It's business, and they also don't have a lot of money to like spend a lot of time doing certain things. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think in a way it, it was. It is really. It was more painful than maybe we originally thought because yeah, she was. She thought it was going to change her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good story. Good question. The next one comes from. Joseph gave us two very different flavors of questions. So the first one he said was, here's a spiteful question. Is there any person you wish you had ghosted or been ghosted by sooner? We'll start Mm -hmm. with that one maybe before asking the second one. 
Um, I think when I was younger, I could have known just boundaries better and been less upset but yeah. like on both ends like oh that person didn't want me like keep contacting them I could have stopped yeah. that sooner and then vice versa I'd be like oh you're not gonna be friends or work well or whatever it was yeah. with that person and just cut it off and put your energy elsewhere I think a lot of like late teens early 20s is a lot of figuring out those boundary things yeah, I have some I have a more I have a specific, I had a manager out here for a while that assigned me theatrically and commercially, which is like um, a kind of a big deal. I kind of walked into it and I didn't realize what a gold mine that is to be signed for both. For So if you don't know, theatrically is you get to audition for like TV parts mm-hmm. and then commercial or movies and commercially is you're just auditioning for commercials. And it's really hard to get rep theatrically, mm-hmm. um, but he kind of just did it. But he was, like, really emotionally abusive, like, really, really bad. And for a long time, I put up with it because I wanted the jobs. And I think there will be people even to this day in this town that would tell you to put up with something like that for the jobs. But he one time said something that was so gross and so bad that I I didn't ghost him. Well, actually, I kind of did. I did ghost him Mm. because he saw it, but I didn't officially write, I'm firing you. I CC'd him on an email and I wrote to the agency and said, I'm never working with him again. If you don't want to work with me, fine. But I'm not working with him. You let me know if you want to work with me. Mm-hmm. And I felt so happy to do it because he. I felt like he loved to hold the power over my head. That like he could talk to me a certain way because he was mm-hmm. the person sending me to auditions. So I wish I had done that sooner. And I wish um, I got on my shit and found another manager. <laughs> but oh, yeah. That, so that reminded me, though. I don't know if I'm gonna keep this or cut it, but I just you we forgot that in your updates. Has you had your thing come out with? Oh Monique. yeah, yeah. I had so yeah another update. Please watch our me and Monique, who was on the show, Monique Moreau, amazing, cute vibes, extraordinaire. We co-penned um, an American Girl doll series from Mattel, so check that out. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. The I first just episode can't dropped. imagine the two of you like I know running around the room coming up with ideas together to write that. It was so fun. <laughs> it felt like we wrote it all with crayons. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. If you have kids, please show it to your children. So the spiteful question was done. Then Joseph asks what he calls a more mindful question. <laughs> I like he put an arrow below in yeah. case we didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any ghostings from this season that have stuck with you after the show? Uh, I think it's a tie. Oh, no, I think Lexi's is probably. Yeah. It's the most different, and it was particularly cruel in uh-huh. my opinion. Yeah. That one... Joe K's, I think, is frustrating. Yeah, the it friend is. ones are like the friend mm. ones really hurt. The dating ones, I feel like, in that concept is kind of built in that that whole thing is like a, an interview process that you're trying to find a partner for longer term, and it there's built in the idea that it will might not work out or most of the time doesn't work out. So the friendship ones though are like. That's part of me getting older, too, is realizing, like, how your friends, like, you have, I have really long-term ones that I'm really thankful for, like, from when we were in kindergarten to now, I still talk to on a weekly basis, but then a lot of other people have come and gone. Yeah. That's what sticks with me is just... The friend ones. The friend ones. Yeah. I think the friend ones are particularly bad. Sometimes 
too, it's more interesting in the way the person tells the story. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like Kimberly knew what happened, Kimberly Clark, mm-hmm. but it was more the way she was telling it that was interesting to me, which was like, it was troubling her that it still bothered her, even mm. though she understood it intellectually, there was something about her that was hanging on to the story. And that oh, was yeah. very interesting to me. That relates to uh, also from Victoria submitted a comment about Kimberly Clark's ghosting story uh, for Kimberly Clark's episode to remind you, she met this guy who was a former NBA player at a Trader at Joe's. At a Trader Joe's and ran in who ran into him again, again at a after he stood her up. After he stood her up at, at a, a different, different Trader, Trader Joe's. <laughs> um <laughs> now whenever I bike past the one that she's talking oh about, God, I think about like- it. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. Victoria says, I really related to Kimberly Clark's story where she had run-ins with the guy who stood her up and ghosted her. I once hid and called my roommate when a guy I had been on three dates with who had ghosted me appeared in my Tesco while I was shopping. I think, yeah, Tesco's the uh, UK grocery store chain. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. We got to get, I want to hear this story that she's talking about. (laughs) That sounds great. (laughs) That is funny. We should have people call in and talk about where they saw their ex, like the craziest place you saw your ex. Yeah, I. it's, it's pretty, it's not too involved to set up a number where people can call and leave a voicemail. Um, all new ideas to explore yeah, for, for season, season two. two yeah. Oh, let us know too if you're like, you guys should do this in season two. Yeah, if you have, yeah, yeah. If you have an episode <laughs> idea you want us to do, please, um, oh, we do technically have an email. Yes. Oh. Oh, we do. Yeah. We're going to find out all this information and put it below. <laughs> and you can reach out to Instagram's us. Instagram's easier. Instagram. But, yeah. You can just message us on um, Instagram. So these next, there's a some that I know this couple and they asked, they both contributed to one <laughs> Instagram message to ask a series of very good questions and comments. They would like to be anonymous because I know one of them had a run in with like very weird like right-wing people coming after them once so we're gonna keep them anonymous oh like online yeah after that one of them yeah. was on a podcast and it Get was a life yeah, right-wing it was a, people it was a whole thing changing phone numbers that kind of stuff oh my gosh um okay so the first one this would be read kind of like comments too yeah so, okay i'm not sure about the specific question i have but the episode with andrew johnston like they were legit dating that's like some extreme ghosting it was it was bad. so extreme i feel like there's another level because i think if ghosting is happening after a couple dates i guess is there a time limit as for how long a couple can be dating where ghosting is still acceptable hmm. what do you think because i last time i was dating was before this concept yeah. Existed. I think that's a good question. I think, I mean, it's hard. I feel like, like I ghosted someone I shared in the last Q&A and I felt we went out three times over the span of, I don't know, I don't know, like a month or a year. I'm not sure. But like, uh, <laughs> this was when Cotty ruled. This was yeah, the, this the cool period. Yeah, this was a different period. time. <laughs> and uh, in my opinion, we had zero chemistry, none. Mm. It was painful to be around each other. Like we were around each other because there was nothing else to do and no one else. Um, so like I definitely ghosted him, but I don't know if he cared. And if he cared, that would have been wildly surprising to me because mm. he definitely didn't act like it. So I don't know. Is that in the period you talked about in your episode in the pilot where you're just kind of like 
whatever. Like No, I was a little I was doing a little better. It was actually after it was a it was after that ghosting story. After the spider bit you. After yeah. the spider bit me, I st- I was starting to go to therapy. I was working at Kitchen and oh, I was nice. just like on Tinder, just mm. like for revenge, really. And um, <laughs> so like I was just yeah, I was just like I was just trying. I was just trying things and it really felt like that person was not invested in me at all. And mm. so and I remember they like unfriended me on Facebook after I didn't respond to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe they do care because that's a little bit like petty. But at the same, I don't know. I don't know how they run their life. I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like three dates, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Three dates over like three weeks kind of. Yeah. It's hard. I think the whole thing is exhausting to go dating and then have to start over yeah like the yeah. friends that i do have dating they get stood up a lot or it just things get canceled and it's like they're like i think what they really get frustrated about is the fact that they had to get ready and put it in their schedule yeah and now it's just time wasted it feels like uh-huh so i guess it's not cool like maybe just say i don't know unless you both feel mutually go. i feel like mutually ghosting is cool I think but unless, it's hard to know. I think kind of coming up with the rule, like unless it's in the kind of socio-political realm I mentioned before, where you're doing it for your safety as a marginalized right. person, yeah, you need to communicate and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, he yeah. didn't make me feel unsafe, but he didn't make me feel good. Yeah, so I was, yeah. Um, another part of their list of amazing questions was. Are there any examples, any historical examples of ghosting? Well, Cleopatra I, tried to ghost, right? Really? <laughs> <laughs> she just got caught or I can't uh, remember how she was I, Helen of Troy tried to ghost, uh, caused a war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of, because I have a PhD, I'm a professional historian, now teacher combo. I... I w- my first thought when I read that question was, I think that was the norm, was you might just never hear from, you most of the time never heard from people again. Like letters and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the letters just stopped coming and you're like, well, they're gone. Or even think even before that, people that aren't writing letters that even aren't even really educated at some point or literate or just like you were in the village one day and you saw that one guy yeah. at the market Never saw him again. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, we didn't have tabs on each other, so it's hard yeah. to tell. I don't know if you're have you seen a league of their own, the show? Oh yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But even like I mean, her Clance's husband, he's away at mm-hmm. war. He's not ghosting her, but they send the letter back and they've like scratched out his writing because it's like not appropriate. Like the, Oh, they would just censor Yeah, censor things. Yeah. So it feels like she's being ghosted because she can't speak with him. But he, being ghosted then, by yeah. the war department. Yeah, being ghosted <laughs> by the war department. Yeah, but if you know, I don't, I don't have a loved one at war overseas, so I don't know. But I imagine it's much different now with like cell phones and yeah, calling and stuff. There must be. I'll do a little research. Okay. Maybe I'll mention it for uh in season two at some point if there's a famous example of i'm sure there is where someone was just like yeah it's like the whole letter writing thing is what comes to mind but that's really 
elite people that were educated and would do that. I think a League of Their Own has put this in my head. And I was going to say it as a joke, but I was worried it, I couldn't find all the words for it, which is like, I feel like a lot of queer people in history probably had to ghost each other. Oh, yeah. Because they had to like get married and save appearance and stuff. Mm. Like kind of like what's going on in the show League of Their Own. Where yeah. They have to just like make a choice to like when the Darcy character starts things up with Abby Jacobson, mm -hmm. she jumps on a man's arm so that people don't get any ideas about yeah. that. Yeah. It's a lot better than I expected. It's so good. Yeah. You guys, this podcast might turn into a rewatch <laughs> of a league of their own because I need people to talk to me about it. Um, there's another comment question. As for the Lexi Grace Church one, I really got grooming vibes from that story. So my guess is someone told the youth pastor lady she was being inappropriate. That was kind of my read on it. That's hard. I feel like sometimes even in our series of interviews, we've had things come up where the guest is saying something where they've obviously been like um, a survivor of something. And my experience is sometimes when people point that out about you, like, oh, you're they're a dick and they were trying to victimize you. It becomes embarrassing for the person yeah. sharing. So sometimes I feel like we don't really jump on those things for the preservation of the person we're interviewing. Yeah. You don't want to be like you were groomed and then yeah. they're like dealing with that live exactly. on mic. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's embarrassing. Even like I've had experiences where someone was like, he was treating you bad. And, and now everyone's looking at me and being like, well, why didn't you do this or that? You know what I mean? Mm. So like, I don't know. Well, everybody needs to not victim blame either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a situation where you think ghosting is absolutely called for? I kind of addressed that. Yeah, we before, talked about that already. When it's about safety or kind of larger, like social safety. Uh, best depiction of ghosts in film? Like, a, like a ghosting or a real ghost? I think ghosts. Like a real Cotty ghost? doesn't like a lot of I can't watch the movies. movies, yeah. I love paranormal horror movies. Really? Favorite ones, The Others with Nicole Kidman. Oh, my God. That has a very interesting depiction of ghosts and kind of a twist. I really like The Sixth Sense ghosts. They're really... Okay. You're naming the classics. Yeah. They're really upsetting. Did you stop watching movies in 2005? <laughs> <laughs> Poltergeist. Okay. Even earlier. Um, Poltergeist is probably my favorite what, ghost what, movie. What makes you feel like these, like what element of the ghosts? Okay, being so featured? the I liked in the Sixth Sense that it's still burned in me, and I also it has to do with some of my own issues. But the ghost where it reads to other people who can't see ghosts, like Haley Joel Osment, is like a poltergeist keeps opening in the cupboards and leaving them open. Mm. And do you remember where Tony Collette, who's amazing in that film, she I didn't, I've she's never the seen mom. This movie. Oh, okay. you can't handle it. It's pretty upsetting. I but think she, I've seen clips through my fingers, and then I eventually ran out of the room. That's like I a recurring thing 11. in their apartment yeah. is that the the cupboard doors keep getting left open. Oh and no! One, you can't. Oh no! <laughs> and then one time she turns around and they're all open. Oh my god! Like suddenly. Cotty's uh, scrunching worst, up on the this is recliner. My worst nightmare. Yeah. So. But then later you see he can see the ghosts like at night and stuff. And then you see it's who a can Haley Joel Osment. OK, which one is Nicolas Cage? No. Oh, none of them are. <laughs> Bruce who, Willis. Bruce Willis. <laughs> if you Bruce uh, Willis is the one with the little kid, Haley Joel Osment. He's his therapist. Yeah. But he's the ghost. Yes. Yeah. He Sorry. Is, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is a ghost among several that 
Haley Joel Osment. Oh, Osmond he's is not the only with. ghost. No. Oh, I thought he was the only ghost, and it all was he's alone in the world. <laughs> um, it's wild you haven't seen the Sixth Sense, but I understand. I why. can't see yeah. that. Yeah, I can't. We'll sit through that. But I like the depiction of these are the different types that would would be there if this were real. So like that when Haley Joel Osment, then yeah. see, you see what he sees later is. It's okay. a ghost, a mm-hmm. woman who's like um, been through a lot of trauma, probably with her romantic partner, and oh, was like no. slamming cupboard doors and things as she's yelling at him as if he were the husband or something. Uh, she's yelling at little she's Haley like, Joel She's like, because they're dealing with anger from their the, living It never life was re- resolved. resolved. Yeah. So it also shows like when he's at his school, the, the teacher's explaining like this used to be a courthouse and then you can see like Haley Joel Osment can see like all over there is like where people were hanged. Like it's very... Oh my God. I love that it um, gives you a view into like what the different types would look like. Yeah. Like but the different traumas is, from like different life. Yes. Okay. And Poltergeist does some similar things of... What's, wait, what's Nicolas Cage's trauma in this movie? Besides wait, the fact that he's Bruce not in Willis. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Bruce didn't Willis. didn't get to talk to enough little Bruce children Willis, growing up? Or? Okay. He gets, in the very beginning opening scene, he gets shot by a very disturbed Donnie Wahlberg, <laughs> who is one of his past patients that he didn't get oh. to help. Oh, so okay. I love that I'm explaining the plot of this. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna rewatch it. I realize I really like it. I yeah. I will never watch this. <laughs> I'm very happy for you though. Yeah. Um. Scariest one: Ghostbusters. The beginning of they're in the library, and the librarian ghost scared the fuck out of me as a little kid. Oh. <laughs> she keeps going. Shh. I uh. So I've seen zero ghost movies on account that I'm pretty sure. They're real, and I don't. Yeah, I don't need enough. I don't need any more visitations. But yeah. uh, I think this. This real quick. The trailer of the ring ruined my life for three months. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, ring two. Um, uh, one person said, "Please tell me you two, Cody and James, will go out for Halloween dressed as a ghost and a detective. Pretty good, like pretty friend good. double costume. I feel like if whoever is the ghost needs to be a dude, like a a jackass dude, just like not texting though, and then yeah. the other person's a detective. Yeah." Well, maybe that's how we come out at the live show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone has to wear a backwards hat is what I'm saying. And have any of these episodes made you question how your behavior has been perceived? I've only ever thought about how my behavior I've has been perceived. I've only ever thought. <laughs> Accidental ghostings. I bet there's people. That's the thing that kind of gets me is I bet there were people that I j- they didn't even like register for me as they were trying to be a friend or something. Uh, or the sure. real one is the funny one you have sometimes daydreaming or like doing dishes or something. You're like. Oh, that person was trying to like talk to me and like hook up or something, and he realized it later. And oh like, yeah. yeah, that happened to me all the time because I just didn't, I didn't think about it. I feel like sometimes I get, I feel like I have more like not so much ghosting, but sometimes um, I get a little overwhelmed by people coming up and talking, and sometimes I get a little like, no more from you. Even though I don't have any proof they're bad, it's just like I'm a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And so uh, I guess that probably does seem like a jerk thing to do. Mm. Can you read that next one? It's from... Okay. Okay, so this is from Jason. 
Okay, first of all, I love the podcast, and I think you and James make a great yin and yang energy combo. Yay! So uh, they left three questions. Um, thank you, Jason. This is Jason Not Evil on Twitter. Plug for Jason Not Evil on Twitter. Mm. Um, I lo- who is great on Twitter. Everyone follow him. There. Okay, so they asked what everyone asked, which is, is it okay to ghost? And we did that, Jason. Thank you for asking, though. Mm. Um, okay, so Joe K was my favorite episode so far. His energy is infectious, but also the story seems so much harder to me than most because it is someone in the same work sphere. Do you guys have any industry ghost stories that you would share, of course? I shared the manager one. Mm. Especially, like, in creative fields. I don't know if you share this. Like, oftentimes, like, you and a friend think you'd work really good together. Mm. And you'll put a lot of money into a project. And then all of a sudden you're really mad at each other because the other one isn't working the way you want to work. I want, mm. I'm, I made a short film with a friend. And I put most of the money into it. And then people kind of pushed me to make her finish it. And we finished it. And then we basically ghosted each other at the end of it. And I felt really bad on it. Like I, if I could go back in time, I would have never made that short with her and yeah. just like kept her as a friend. Cause like the short didn't go anywhere. I guess I still have it. Yeah. But it's kind of amateur looking. So yeah, my I version really of that it. was like, I guess the, the academia version of that is like doing a panel together. That's kind of like your entree to like friendship. You'd be yeah. like, we should do a panel together. Uh, <laughs> do you produce your own panel? Who has who questions? No, it's like you you all submit a research paper idea and then like some unifying theme as a panel to get accepted to a conference and then you like do that together and you have a, yeah. a moderator and it's way more boring than what you were talking about. But, <laughs> but that is sort of the academia like love language of we should do a panel together. Oh, like, that's so cute. It's like I like your ideas and I think it'd be fun to hang out because you're going to talk a lot about how to do that. And that's hysterical. Yeah. But did someone, did you get ghosted um, in a I mean, panel? there's people that I've never talked to again after that, not for any negative reason, but just like that's all you shared was your idea to you do that together. You realized your love ended there. It's kind of like why I left academia was oh. like, I didn't like that. Like it was very hard to find people that could talk about things in their life. Yeah. And not just their research. And yeah. I need to, I'm doing this. Like I need to, I need to chat with people. You're like I have to talk to someone. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, I like the next one. Yeah, of course you freaking do. It okay, says, so, this is so no, let me read it. Okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've noticed James has great detective skills. Wow. Did those? <laughs> he didn't say wow. Just for the record, did those come naturally, or does he have a secret backstory? I think the secret backstory is anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and just always over analyzing every interaction. And now I've gotten better with that and can let things go more. Yeah. You just kind of care less as you get older and busier. You just kind of care less. But I think I still have that. All right. So here's the decision tree of if I said this and they said that, they either meant this, this, or this. Because my therapist would work with me through that and oh. like, taught me to do that in your head. And you can yeah. very quickly go back down the decision tree yeah. and be like, you don't know what they were thinking and you'll yeah. never know. So don't worry about it. Oh, okay. So I'm good at making that decision tree in my head. Like, oh, the decision tree. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Very interesting that only um, James got that compliment. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. No, I'm happy for you. Um, 
We need like it's like sports commentators. There's the one who gives the play yeah. by play and the color commentator. We need your raw emotion, like getting right. them riled up so that yeah. they give more I think more I make facts. some good I think I make some good observations. I'm just gonna <laughs> toot my own horn. You get them riled up, they give more information yeah. and that helps both of us analyze more. I yeah. wouldn't be able to elicit as much from Okay. The, yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which ghost would you like to meet? This is from Alexis. Which ghost would you like to meet the most? I want to meet Plant. I want to talk to fucking Plant. Oh, yeah. Get Plant's goddamn deal. I'm curious about Christine Medrano's mm, ghost. Like, yeah. I'd be like, the poem wasn't that bad. Or like... <laughs> the poem wasn't that bad. <laughs> or what? I want to hear more about that, I think. I also... I don't... Actually, Kimberly Clark's ghost sounds like a wild person to meet in general yeah and then uh yeah hmm plant and kimberly clark's ghost i don't know actually isa's ghost is interesting oh yeah seems like a very charming it sounds like we've a lot of our people have been ghosted by really charming charismatic people Mm -hmm. and i want to meet them and talk to them. Yeah, a panel discussion. <laughs> panel discussion about two. why they're the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing is what Alexis wrote next was, oh, sorry, I'll skip, but we'll come back to it. Is there any chance that Lexi's ghost just changed her phone number and didn't tell her? I think that might be part of it. And then like, you can't, it, again, it was that professionalism thing. You can't be like, make sure this child has my phone number. <laughs> you know what? Like the, the, it's not that I didn't think about the grooming aspect when we were listening to her story. I just didn't really want to put her through that idea. Yeah, yeah. But the idea of being told to back off from her does make a lot of sense. And yeah. maybe I didn't give it a lot of thought be- for me- really more for and like it might even be more innocent thought. than just like yeah. you got your job is supposed to be to help out all, all the kids. All the kids, yeah. yeah. But I do think if you have a, if you do have some sort of mentor relationship with someone and you changed your phone number, you tell them you changed their phone number. Yeah. Yeah. But I like I like where your head's at, Alexis. Another question was are are there any ghosts who you think would get along well? I kinda think plant okay. and uh plant and the the producer whoever ghosted Valerie might Oh, they probably like work, work together. together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Plant and Kimberly Clark's ghost uh, are yeah, probably players. Yeah, somewhere in Vegas right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I like that. Uh, I really like this last question. Which ghost has been the guiltiest, in your opinion? Let's say it on three because I wonder Wait, if it's let the me same think. person. Okay. Let's think, and then we'll say it on three, because I, I hope it's the same person. I'm really thinking. I'm really thinking. Because I hope I give mine a Mine is like, one. mine is, real. oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Mine was like, uh, like immediately. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Plant. Lexi's. Oh, okay. Oh. Plant was my second. I think like, Lexi's is bad because of, like, she's a child. and. Yeah, the plant one felt scummy. The plant one, they both, both those stories... Along with Issa's, but um, I guess it's a little different with Issa's, but like Lexi and Teresa really put their heart out there several times mm-hmm. and asked to for like some sort of communication. And I think that was particularly heartbreaking to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was a big, oh, I was going to say that that was a big thing I learned was I did not expect the podcast to be as deep or heavy as it was really? sometimes. Because I think when we first started, we were yeah. like, of course, it's going to be all dating stories. And like, if they can't think of one, then maybe they'll do like a friendship or a professional thing. Yeah. And it turns out like those are the ones that are actually. Those are the ones I'm really or, here for. I, we haven't heard a family one yet. I want to hear one uh, real bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can share mine, but if it's we're, quick. Yeah, if it's we're quick. in a pinch, I yeah. could easily give mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why we connect. We were ghosted by family. Um, you could read that one. That's more of a comment, a supportive comment. Oh, okay. Uh, Kara writes, just finished listening to the recent episode. I took a social media break, but now that I'm back, I wanted to reach out and say your pod is awesome and I love it. Thank you, Kara. Oh, okay. Have any of them heard? Kara also asked, have any of them heard from their ghosts, found out their ghosts listened? Which we don't know yet. That was kind of asked a little earlier. We don't know. Some of them to follow up on it will be weird. <laughs> Some of them would be weird. I think Lexi's would be very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it if Teresa Lee's yeah. followed up. I kind of want to talk to this person. I want to know who this person is. It's a small world. I feel like you'll run into them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. All yeah. I know him as is plant. Yeah. For me personally, knowing more about, I wish we had the answer for Joe Case. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was painful because they were friends mm-hmm. and saw each other and were good friends. And sometimes in comedy, like you're you're at, you know, having a friend or an ally is very very helpful. So for it to go sour is particularly painful and kind of scary because Mm -hmm. you do like need your support out there Mm -hmm. so i would i think that's one i would definitely really want to know the answer to yeah yeah that uh that does it for listener questions that does it for listener questions thanks so much for listening and giving the good comments in there too and then we hope to build that more with when you're listening in season two write down your own theory write down your own theory and send it to us and we can read it before the next episode. Be like, this is someone's theory on the last episode. Give us other ideas. Give too. us other <laughs> ideas. Tell us what to do, you guys. Um, and please come to the 17th, October 17th. At the Glendale Room in Glendale. Glendale. Room in Glendale. I need to emphasize how easy parking is. It's connected so to easy. a public parking yeah. garage. It's very easy. It's like easy. a dollar. Yeah. And then the show itself is going to be pretty cheap. It's going to be pretty cheap. Really affordable. It's going to be really fun. Um, we're going to maybe sing. Who's to stop us? Yeah. It's our it's, it's our, our room it's for our the room hour. It's our room for the hour. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, lining up some really great comics, so come on out. Yeah, follow the show on Instagram at Kadi Asad Ghost Detective. Follow Kadi at Asad Kari Rocks on Instagram. What's your Twitter? Kadi Asad or Kari Asad if you phonetically spell it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it's it. It's getting Thanks. really warm it's in here. It's getting hot. <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening for a whole season. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Kadi Asad Ghost Detective. The show is recorded, edited, and produced by me, James Hilmer. You can follow the show at Kadi Asad Ghost Detective on Instagram and support our Patreon at patreon.com slash Kadi Asad. Thanks so much.